Hey, everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 549 titled X Specs. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, and with me, as always, I got my bestest bud, Mark. Hey, yo, howdy, everybody. Big what up, what up? 709. Yes, yes, this is the show about Xbox gaming, anything else we want to talk about. And just to rattle off the usual stuff here, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not represent those of Microsoft. So what's happening, my friend? Has it been a good gaming week for you? Uh, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> nope. I hear, I hear you clucking. I, the I uh, only thing I played, I think, at all this week was Fortnite with you last night. Just, or was it last night or the night before? For just, yeah, I think it was last. Yeah, it was hour. last night. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all, that's all I've done, I think. Wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I did anything else. I should log into the old Xbox app and make sure. I don't remember playing anything else. The app's going to keep you honest. It does. Yeah. It's like, oh, you liar. You <laughs> say you only played once, but you played every day you. of your life. Um, I did do some, I did launch like other stuff. Sure. Stupid stuff from Game Pass because I was like, oh, if you play five Game Pass games, then you get like, you know, the reward points. You don't have to play the games, you just have to launch it. So I downloaded some small ones like Cluster Truck. Oh boy, that's bad. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, that is horrible. Um, Untitled Goose Game, something called Sea Salt. It's like all I did was go to the title screen and the cluster truck, I I knew it was bad. I just went, see how bad this is. Um, it was bad. I, I did about thirty seconds of it. I'm like this is dumb. <laughs> oh. Um, but that was just to get the thing. I actually did play Overcooked two, okay. just a little bit. I do remember that because that was the same thing. It was like there was a there was like a challenge in Game Pass to complete two recipes. And then you got like reward points. Like these turn into real cash. I mean, this is real cash. Sure. Like, yeah. These things I want to do more than get an achievement. Um, so I was doing those. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's overcooked. I mean, they put some kind of stupid story to it. <laughs> like, really? I'm just hitting the button to, you know, quickly try Advance to advance it. it. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Just come on. I'm just playing the game. So but I just played it for a little bit to get that. Can, can you play that one solo now or is it still um you can hit the left bumper to switch cooks so it had like two cooks or two chefs in the game and i was playing by myself so you can play it by yourself does that mean that you play it by yourself and the other person is just sitting there or... the other chef sits there until you hit the left so like you take the one chef go get an oh, item send him to chop okay. it you hit your left bumper, it changes, and now you control the other chef, and you go okay. grab some item, put start him chopping, hit left bumper, switch back, and so you're you're trying to control two different guys. You know that's what you're doing. Is the timing any different in the game compared to when two people play? Because if you're switching, I mean you're multitasking, but it's like task switching. It's not doing it at, doing stuff at the same time. Like if two people were playing. Right. No, you know I don't. I, mean? I don't know if the clock. I don't know if you get more time if you have by yourself compared to two people. I didn't. I just did it for yeah. a little bit, and that's it. I didn't play. Okay. I didn't bring any of my kids in to play. 
Well, that that's good because you, you, that game ruins relationships. <laughs> yeah, it does. I remember the last time we tried to play, like I'm not even bothering bringing them in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Screaming at screaming at them, wash the dishes, <laughs> cut the onions, cut the <laughs> onions. <laughs> I don't want to cut the onions. No, it's not real. Just do it. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So that's cool. Anything else, or is that pretty much about it? That's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I did a little bit of Fortnite myself. Um, new season started. When did that start? Was that this week or last week that it started? I don't. I don't remember. Fortnite. Yeah. La- was it last this, week? This... I, was last week. Okay. I think. Oh yeah, because I think we're into week two now. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, because I've hardly played it. Yeah. So. It was la- It was a week ago to today. I think it was Come. on Thursday of last week. You're, you're right. Yeah. So. so yeah, the new week started. It's got like a. I mean, the new game started. Season started. It's got like a spy theme to it. Um, it's okay. It's, you know, more of the same, I guess. Did you find? Uh, did you find where to get the um, uh, Deadpool missions? Um, are you talking about like? you go in that like secret room. So what yeah, you're talking so about? Like, like off when you're, of... yeah. Like you're in the main hub and you highlight this like air vent. Oh yeah. And you mm-hmm. go through the air vent and it's just like you're behind the wall and there's a computer there. And mm-hmm. it, it had, so I've done both of those things for week one. There's two challenges in week one. So Did I'm you figure out the password? <laughs> what, what, you know, when he, when the guy logs into the computer, he types in the password. The oh yeah. Which I, is oh. password. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you watch it, it's, P A S S W R D. Oh, so yeah. If anyone's playing there, so you can, I guess, if you complete all the Deadpool challenges, you'll unlock the Deadpool skin in the game. Yeah. So, but so that's, that's kind of cool. That is so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of challenges. I did notice. I didn't realize the first time I went in there, and I noticed it yesterday when I was looking at the challenge map. There's like you can right bumper, and there's a bunch more like, and it. So I was like, oh, wow, I thought it was just the one page. There's a ton of stuff. And it looks like they removed the ability to do um, party assist on your challenges, okay. which really stinks. I liked party assist. So for things <laughs> that were harder, you know, hopefully someone in your team, like, um, like Rob, you're pretty good with the sniper. Um, there's times I'm doing pretty good with it, but mm-hmm. you know, get someone that's real good at sniping on your team it's nice to have them help you with like the sniper challenges um oh, yeah. looks i like remember those gone. yeah all the all the where i was getting says, like where i was getting like a dozen a game and <laughs> yeah it's like what was your party assist and we'd all tell everybody this yeah. is what our party assist is at the beginning of the match nah, so that people was can cool. kind of work and now it, it looks like that's gone so yeah. that kind of stinks but there is a lot to do again so and the world I, I, it looks like the map has changed, but I don't, because there's like new things and stuff that I don't like, where's this? Like, but I didn't play, like, it's weird. Like I played what I I was, I come in on season nine, I think is when I came in nine and 10. And then what we had 11, right? Right. So I did three seasons. I I mean, on 11, I was like, I know where everything's at. And then, yeah, that was cool to know and, everything everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm only in the second season of chapter two and I have no clue where anything is. 
what anything's called. It's just like it's not sticking. Like I, I just I don't know, man. It's like I want to go back <laughs> to where I knew where everything was. <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing because, like, I I think where was it? Was it season? I mean, two. I think that I kind of started playing it fairly regularly. I want to say it was around two, maybe three, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. So again, it was the same thing, like you said, where it's like you had a mission that, you know, said like flush factory, you knew exactly where that was. Right. And, you know, you could like look at the challenges and say, well, okay, I got this in a flush factory. I'll head towards the center and then, you know, I can get this other one in this other area. Yep. Like season one, we played it, I think, pretty regularly in the first month or two. Um, I mean, you, you got way higher in levels than I did. And as soon as I got to, like, level 100 and I got all my stuff from the Battle Pass, I just switched over to uh, Save the World. Right. And I for, what little I learned of the new map, I forgot it all. Yeah. You know, I, I still, you know, I recognize, like, you know, Pleasant Park and some of some of the things from the original map, even though they are in different locations. But it's like I, I know there's one of the challenges was to like land at the lighthouse. I wound up getting that one just because I saw it one time. I'm like, oh, there's right. a lighthouse. But it's like yeah. I had no no idea where it was. Right. And then like an, another one that's a three parter that challenge. And another one is like land at a ski resort, I think. And it's like, okay, I'm looking at the snow area. I'm like, I have no idea where the ski resort is. It's, I know it's in the snow area, but uh, it's, it's funny how it turned out that way. But I, I think that's mainly just because we haven't been playing as much or playing right. as regularly. And then I, I want to say that both of us kind of slowed down towards like the last two months. I mean, honestly, I kind of lost interest once the challenges stopped. <laughs> that's why I went to save the world right and actually yeah we played all of the events and save the world like the really fun dungeons maps oh and uh yeah they got uh war games came back you should try that some of those are kind of fun they're like different challenges almost so you can like pick how you're going to be attacked and uh there's some pretty fun ones in there but yeah so yeah so i did fortnite a little bit got to like level 11 12 somewhere along those lines fairly quickly i was really surprised i think i'm um, at level seven yeah i mean i want to say it was like less than two hours of gameplay to get to that level and then like i want to say like the last hour that i played was even i was playing with my son and we we're doing some other stuff in uh like one versus ones and and all that but yeah so played Fortnite. uh you know where the where the hideout hideouts are like i guess there's like places to go get henchmen and yeah i haven't found that yet yeah the hideouts from what i've seen are on the outskirts of the map and if you look at the map if you haven't explored a whole lot there's a bunch of like little grayed out areas with question marks i believe that that's where the hideouts are so and if you go, it's usually like a house, you know, it's, okay. it's meant to be like a, uh, you know, like a criminal mastermind 
okay. house. And then there's all these dudes in like suits and they have like exclamation marks above their heads. So you just basically um, shoot them to knock them down and then you can pick them up and carry them and then use them to open up uh, like vaults and stuff. You know, kind of like what James Bond would do. You know, he'd knock out the henchmen and then, you know, hold his face up to the right. eye scanner to, uh, you know, to open a door, or, you know, something like that. But yeah, from what I can tell, they're on the outskirts. I know that there's one, because my son and I went there a couple of times, there's one on the northwest side of the map, just sort of like southwest of the lighthouse. So that's one of them. But yeah, check the outskirts. And can you do that in Team Rumble? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to say yes, because we were playing duos when we when we went there. Okay. So they might not be. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. My youngest said that they're not. Okay. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be why we played duos. Okay. So. Okay, so uh, Fortnite, I played some more Forager. This is a game that I got on Steam. Supposedly it was designed by one guy. It's uh, like a grindy kind of game. I think I talked about it last week a little bit, but I I played it some more. And uh, this is where you you start off as a little dude, and you're on this little island. You got a pickaxe, and... You know, you have to get resources, craft things. It's kind of a mindless game, but again, kind of like planning, sort of like, hey, I need to build a, I don't know, a furnace. So I need ore and I need coal. So then you have to, you know, generate some coal. You have to get some ore that you can build a furnace. And there's uh, different like technology trees that you can progress up and eventually you start buying other islands and then there's you you get attacked by creatures so you build weapons and defenses it's pretty fun um except later on in the game i i got to a point of where i ran out of inventory space and that was really annoying it's like i didn't want to throw anything away but i had like i don't know like 20 slots 25 slots And I didn't want to throw anything away. And then it became like a struggle to like try to maintain my island and try to get the necessary resources to build up more inventory slots. You know what I mean? It was, it was like a weird situation. Yeah. And eventually I, I wound wound up dying in the game. So now I get to start over. And uh, maybe do it a little better, more, <laughs> more like better planning yeah. of sorts. Uh, so I was thinking about just restarting from my save game. And I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me start from the beginning now that I have a better idea of how to play the game. But, but it's pretty cool. And um, Clash Royale, the usual, <laughs> went through some of the challenges on there. And uh, they had some cool challenges with, uh, what was it? The lumberjack rush there was the ghost parade i think is what they call it and then there was a fisherman something fisherman's catch 
So these were like eight battles you had to win and you get a whole bunch of uh, loot yeah. as you progress through it. But uh, what was funny was, so the, do you remember the, uh, the ghost? Yeah. When you would play. So like the ghost goes, woo. So as you're playing the game, ghosts automatically spawn on your side of the map and your opponent's map, usually on opposite lanes. And then they travel up. So you're playing the game and then these ghosts are auto spawning. And then, you know, there's like one ghost and like a couple of spawns later, it's two ghosts at a time and so forth. It's crazy because all you hear is woo from like over and over and over. And it's like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I just, you hear these dudes just wooing everywhere and stuff is just destroying, you know, being destroyed all over. And then it's like, oh, I won. I have no idea how I won <laughs> just because you're concentrating on one side of, of the map and then the ghosts are doing something else on another side. And you found that they destroyed your opponent's uh, right. King tower or all of a sudden you lost. And it's like, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were even attacking me. It was so distracted, but it was fun. And um, I want to say there was something else. That I was playing, but well, let's see. Battle Breakers. Battle Breakers. Yeah. I know you. I played that too, but yeah, I've been like, I've been so busy with stuff and like so exhausted. Like lately, like even my mobile games, it's like I, I have a hard time concentrating on like more than one at a time, you know, because it's like my time is like so limited almost. Yeah. And it's like, don't have the time to like like even get into the games it's like i I can't wait for things to kind of slow down a little bit so i can get back to my game and so like even battle breakers i just log in and i collect my stuff and um you know i send my gifts and then like play one mission and then it's like i forget about it for the rest of the day yeah but uh yeah that's pretty much about it for me i think yeah, for mobile being. games, the big the one I've been playing a lot of lately is Emoji Blitz, the Disney oh, yeah. emoji game, and you can unlock emojis and stickers and all this stuff. But it's like a match three game. Okay. But you can actually unlock stuff, you know. Yeah. Stuff in there for your phone, so mm-hmm. I unlock them, and then I annoy my kids. I'll blast them with a whole bunch of emojis. <laughs> nice. Look what I unlocked. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. <laughs> <laughs> In your face. Uh, so, alrighty. So, uh, here, let's move on to the round table. Got a couple of two-tree things. Uh, first off, I just wanted to make note of this in case folks haven't seen this, but the Xbox One X has been getting some crazy deals lately. So originally, what was it? Five hundred bucks. I thought it still what? was. Yeah, it was originally yeah. a five hundred dollar box. Yeah, that's so. When it released, it was five hundred, and there's been some deals where it's been dropping down to three hundred dollars, and Whoa. even as low as two sixty. For the for the X. Yeah. So. Whoa. It, if you're looking for an X, and now it's kind of dicey. You know, it's like you get an X now when in i don't know eight 
nine months ish, there's going to be a new console. But it's a fantastic deal. I, I would think if somebody had a couple hundred and they were going to get a new system, I don't know if I would even want to get like an S right now. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, because if you can get an X for about 300, that's, yeah, that's, awesome. that's like half price almost. Yeah. Well, especially the 260 deal. That is, yeah, that is half price. <laughs> so, yeah, so keep an eye on, on these deals. Um, they've been here and there. Uh, usually online, sometimes they're, you know, like you have to use a service. Like I think one of them, if I remember right, was you had to use the Google Shopping thing. But uh, the deals are out there. Check the shopping sites. Um, and who knows? Do you think it would drop even more than 260 I wouldn't think mm. so. Yeah. I, I Even when the Series X comes out, I would be surprised to see the X that cheap. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a heck of a deal. And if you're not planning to get a Series X right away, you know, because that thing's probably going to be 500 I mean. At least. Get the Xbox One X for half the price. Mm-hmm. So, get it now. That'll, that'll hold you for quite a while, I think. Oh, yeah. And then uh, moving on. I hear that you have a new addition to your family. I do. Uh, my <laughs> my elite, my Xbox One Elite Series Two controller showed up yesterday. Nice. And right off the bat, there's something I don't like. Uh oh. <laughs> I, Was it you were using it and you kept losing in Fortnite? <laughs> no, that's just because I've been so out of practice in Fortnite that. I do. I feel like a noob again. It's like, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm going. Everything seems to have changed. I suck at the game. It's like, oh man. But anyways, uh, I was using it yesterday. It's very comfortable, just like the original one. But uh, the original Elite controller has the removable battery pack. So I put my rechargeables in it, right? And then I just set it on my recharger. And so I was going to take the battery out of the um, the Project Scorpio controller that I have sure, and put it into my Series 2 so that I'd have both Elite controllers sitting on my charging stand. Well, the Elite Series 2 doesn't have a removable battery. Because it's got a built-in rechargeable, right? It does. <laughs> I, mm. I was not aware of that. So, and the, the, the case that it comes in, you can plug... Uh, like a USB cord into that and actually recharge your controller in the case. But it's like, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I was planning to put it yeah. right next to me on my charging stand. I guess now I can have three controllers already <laughs> ready to go. But so now I've got to run a cable, another cable, and I'll probably just plug it in directly to the controller. I don't know if I'm going to like use the case or not. I don't know. I thought you could take that little charging stand out of the case can you um i can check yeah i I thought it was removable for some reason that'll make life easier yeah because if you just have that you can just rest the controller on it and not have to have that big case on your desk table whatever all right well you you keep talking i'm gonna grab it real quick give me two seconds okay here i'll keep going uh with the next story uh, that we've got. So GDC is right around the corner. Um, it's typically in March. 
wonder when the date of that thing was. But uh, let me see here. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I'm just go- oh, going over the next story. It does come right out. <laughs> it's like I didn't even know that. It's in there magnetically. Oh wow! Okay. It's 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 very heavy. Oh yeah, it it just comes right out. Um, okay, so I don't need to do it in the case, but you can. There's a hole in the case, and then there's a spot where it just sits. Yeah. Right in there, but it's like it actually magnetic. And the first thing I did with it, took the paddles off. <laughs> of course. <laughs> took the paddles off, put them back in the case, <laughs> never to be used. So. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, same thing with mine. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't. But overall, it's the same feel, similar feel. Oh, Is it any different at all? Um. Well, now I got to go grab the other one to. Oh, to compare. To to, trying to see how this, this sits on this charging. I think it's just like oh, it actually make oh wow it magnetically attaches as you put the controller to it. It just snaps right in. That's kind of cool actually. nice okay give me another 30 seconds (laughs) okay all right so game developer conference uh starts monday march 16th one of my favorite days of the year by the way and then ends on uh friday march 20th so it's what two three weeks away and we have of course all these health concerns globally with the um the virus that's going around and it looks like there's a ton of companies that are actually pulling out of the GDC. So as, as far as I know, the GDC Game Developer, Con- Game Developer Conference has not been canceled altogether, but the list of companies that have backed out of it include PlayStation, Oculus, Facebook, EA, PUBG, uh, Kojima Productions, Microsoft, Epic Games, and Unity. Although I think Unity and Epic are the same remember but uh yeah i mean that's some some big players that have pulled out of the gdc so i wonder if they're going to cancel like the whole thing uh at some point uh because it is in san francisco um we'll, we'll see how that winds up mark you back yep so um I just grabbed the other one so I could look at them and compare. Um, so one thing I noticed on the Elite 2, the Xbox button itself, it it's like it doesn't careful, it doesn't depress very far at all. It, it's, okay. it's, it's a different type of button. Um, and I actually think it's looks like it's a little smaller too than compared okay. to the Series 1. There's... On the front of the Series 1, it's got a switch from 1 to 2, which I think is uh, like your button mapping. I it's a profiles, I've, yeah. Yeah, so I've never used it. On the Series 2, there's a, in place of a little switch, it's got a button, and then there's three lights underneath that. So I think you can have uh, three profiles okay. instead of two. Then on the paddles, um, on the back, the the paddles, there was a switch there on the uh, one as well and that was for like two different profiles and on the back of this one there's three so you can have three different profiles for the uh paddles the 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 sticks and the d button by default are all the same um the the whole thing is the series two is all black where the series one had like the silver 
stuff. Oh the yeah, up at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there it's a different color, and on the the buttons aren't. I wouldn't say they're black, but they're a uh, like a dark metallic look. Um, and then the what I one thing I liked about the series one was the grips. On uh, they had the like the rubberized grips on the sure. bottom. Mm-hmm. The series two has rubber rubberized grips on the top and bottom. Oh, okay. So it actually wraps around the top as well. So you so. get the grippiness on your palm and your fingers. Yes. Under. Okay. Nice. So, but other than that, they, they, and of course the lead two does not have, uh, you can't take, take the battery out. So, but again, it does yeah. have this nifty little charging base that I haven't played with until today. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have some kind of kits to replace the battery. You know, I know probably voiding the warranty or whatnot by opening it up, but you know, those, the batteries do go bad eventually. Yeah. So, and or it does they, have, yeah. it does come with a braided cable. I did that was in the box. So oh, nice. it does have a nice long braided cable, black and green. It's quality. Yeah. So it, it well, for the price, I would, Yeah. even though I got a deal on this one, cause I went through Costco. So, mm-hmm. But, was uh, the uh, was the case kind of like a, a similar case to the other one? You know, where it was yeah. like that rigid clamshell, yep. whatever. Yeah, it looks to me it looks the same from my what I remember, but obviously it's a little different. It's got a hole in it for the charging cable to come in. Um, it's got a little rubber flap on the back of the case. So you can close that little hole. Mm-hmm. It's got a little spot where your charger can sit, so you can just leave it in the case. Yeah, you know, charge it in the case. You know, I I sort of wish that, well, if they could make it cheaper and not include a case, (laughs) I would prefer it because to me the case is useless. I mean, I don't travel with it. I'd I'd rather have like a little plastic box or something to to keep the components. Yeah, you know, like the sticks and everything. But yeah, the case is such a waste of space. And yeah, I. It's it is very nice, but uh, abs- it's absolutely a wonderful case, and because of that, I feel guilty of about throwing it out. You know, it's like, man, it's yeah, so my, nice. I don't want to toss it. The other one's just thrown in a drawer somewhere. I don't use it. Yeah, this one, this one's gonna get thrown in a drawer too. So, yeah, now that your <laughs> charger is out of it, yeah, I'd rather have this little <laughs> box, this little block sitting there, and the controller it takes up a lot less real estate on mm-hmm. my on my on my table next to me oh so, yeah which you know has limited space i already got a lamp there i've got a charging stand with two other controllers i got my headset over there you know so i gotta have room for my snacks and my sodas right <laughs> there you go of course but i did get one additional thing okay all right y r q m c f seven two K F Y two X nine P D nine two F two W two seven Q Z. That came in with the controller. It is a fourteen day trial of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So if you don't have Game Pass at all. Use that code. I am not going to give this code in the Facebook group. So 
first person to listen to the show and put it in, then, uh, but I would request that if you get it to then post in our, our Xbox group to say that you did get the code. Okay. Uh, that you did use it just so people know, but, uh, that is the code. Okay. Yeah. So anywho, that is a code for Xbox game ultimate pass ultimate. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy people. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on the elite two? I've, I've only, good. I've only played once with it. Um, so I, I don't really, really, I mean, it, it worked fine. You know, I, you know, I turned it on. I synced it to my Xbox. It did an update. Um, I got my butt kicked in Fortnite with you for a few rounds. Uh, I, did the add, controller. <laughs> I, I did want to add that uh, your controller broke my microphone. Whatever. <laughs> so I, I don't, I can't fully say that it, it is linked, but um, <laughs> if you're playing with the Series 2 controller and nobody's microphone works in your party, then uh, then there is something to it. Whatever, it's you. <laughs> yes, yes. So, alrighty. Uh, moving on, uh, I did want to make mention that Ori and the Will of the Wisps, it's uh, Wisps is weird to say, uh, it's coming out on March 11th, so about another two weeks out. Actually, that's almost a week and a half, I think. Uh, so if you liked the original game, which I, I liked, it was very hard. It was not an easy game, uh, very frustration inducing in some sections because you have to go over the same, the same area over and over and over and over. And hopefully, uh, this game won't have the save issue (laughs) that the old game had. I say that jokingly, but, uh, anyway, the game's coming out in two weeks. Yeah, definitely check it out. And I think that one's going into game pass. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a a Microsoft game. Yep. So very well done game and uh, check it out. It's a platformer. And then Mark, you had a couple of things you threw in here. Yeah. So for those of you like me who are excited for Diablo four, I wanted to share just as some update, uh, some info. Um, so I guess, and I wasn't aware of this, but I guess they're doing quarterly updates, um, on Diablo four. So they recently did, they introduced, um, the cannibals, which is a long and a long awaited feature, uh, where you can rebind the left click button. Um, so I'm going to read through this to give you guys all the good. So this is from IGN, um, Blizzard revealed the information as part of the part of a developer blog this new group of enemies known as the cannibals is one of many labeled families in the diablo 4 universe the developers of diablo 4 previously announced that enemy groups will be classified first by family type and then by genre so within the cannibal group there will be some enemies that are ranged melee etc some of the current known families include the cultist the drowned and the returning fallen Blizzard developer Candace Thomas, senior exec and counter designer, described the cannibals as melee bruisers that leap toward players. Thomas stated in the the dev blog that each of the four family members has a unique fighting style. There's the two-handed greatsword cleaver wielder that has a slow sweeping frontal attack, a more mobile attacker with a lightweight 
halberd for leaping great distances, a bruiser that can stun players with a heavy spike club attack, and dual axe-wielding swarmers that aim to be a pain if left alone. Let's see. Um, there's that one. The rest of it's about lore. Um, they also talked about that the left click is now rebindable. So this is one of the major changes from Diablo 3. Gives you the ability to rebind the left click button. This was a frequent asked for feature because you couldn't use what's known as force moving. Without force moving, if you accidentally left click an enemy while trying to move toward them, it attacks them instead of only moving in that direction. And then um, Blizzard also tweaked the UI after receiving feedback from BlizzCon 2019. They spoke about creating a more realistic inventory through different aesthetics. On top of this, they briefly mentioned they're developing Diablo 4 with controller support on PC. I am looking forward to Diablo 4. Oh, yeah. So, no release date or anything yet, but I will definitely be... I'm hoping that the PC and the, the console version come out at the same time. I'll mm-hmm. be real upset if... Um, if there's a delayed... Yes. All PC right. PC out now, Xbox out in 2023. <laughs> oh, so this next thing, this is our kind of uh, why we named the the show what we did. Um, so on, let's see, what day was this? The 24th. What Monday? Yeah, on Monday of this week. So Phil Spencer, uh, there's a story up by Phil Spencer on Xbox Wire where he talked about the Xbox One Series X, and we've got some additional specs. So, Rob, I'd like to just read through this entire thing, but... Yeah, please do. But I want your assistance, so people aren't just listening to me the whole time. So I'm going to read through the first part, and once we get past that initial picture, uh, let's start with the bolded going back and forth on these. Or you want to switch paragraphs like we used to do? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Just do that going down. So, yeah, because I think there's going to be some good stuff here, and I think people might like to hear this if they haven't read the article yet. Um, if you have, uh, well, then fast forward 10 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, we've been hearing leaks and rumors for months. Right. So the cool thing about this is that this is legit info from, uh, from the, you know, Correct. the Xbox man himself. Exactly. So that's that's why I just like eh, let's just read through this and then of course we can chit chat about anything that we think stands out from this for um but the future of gaming has never been more inspiring. Creativity in games is flourishing. New services empower you to discover more games and bring you closer to the games and creators and streamers you love. The cloud creates a massive opportunity to stream console quality games and play with the people you want wherever you want. And for many of us, nothing is more inspiring than the dawn of a new console generation. We know you expect the next generation of consoles to set new standards in graphical power and processing speed, converging together in games that look incredible and feel alive. This will be defined by worlds that are visually astounding and immediately immersive with innovative leaps in CPU, GPU, and storage tech to give you frictionless access to new stories and new creators constantly. We've been using Xbox Series X in our internal take-home program and are energized by the feedback we've been receiving. At Xbox, we value being open and transparent with you, and I'm proud to be able to share details about some of the technology we are enabling for the next generation. 
and look forward to boldly sharing more as we head towards E3. And they show a picture here of the Xbox Series X with a controller up next to it. Um, so I think this gives you a pretty good idea, too, of that this box is going to be about as wide as a controller. And uh, that was, you know, and then if you stand the controller up, I'd say maybe two and a half time, two and a half controllers tall. Um, if if that's accurate, which I would imagine it is. Yeah, if you so, hold the controller on its side, so it's it's not how you would play it, but it's like up and down sideways. Right. It looks like it's maybe two controllers tall. Uh, so what they've oh, wait. got. Oh, wait. Okay, the, look at the disc slot. That's like yeah, it's about, half, half the height. Right. Yeah, so two disc slots tall. That's <laughs> Yeah. Um, so some of the specs they put on here is 12 teraflops, variable rate okay. shading, hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, quick resume for multiple games, and smart delivery. So I know as we go through this, this article is going to talk about each of them. Okay. So we have a superior balance of power and speed. Compared to the previous generation, Xbox Series X represents a superior balance of power and speed in console design, advancing on all technological fronts to delivering amazing, dynamic living worlds and minimize any aspects that can take you out of the experience. Our job at Team Xbox is to give teams the tools they need to achieve their ambitions and tap into the console's power with efficiency, a few of which we're uh, detailing today. Raw power is just part of the story. The next generation custom processor, Xbox Series X, is our most powerful console ever powered by our custom design processor, leveraging AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architectures, delivering four times the processing power of an Xbox One and enabling developers to leverage 12 teraflops of graphics processing unit performance, twice that of an Xbox One X, and more than eight times the original Xbox One. Uh, Xbox Series X delivers a true generational leap in processing and graphics power with cutting-edge techniques resulting in higher frame rates, larger, more sophisticated game worlds, and an immersive experience unlike anything seen in console gaming. Variable rate shading. VRS. Our patented form of VRS empowers developers to more efficiently utilize the full power of the Xbox Series X. Rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, they can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects. This technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the final image quality. Hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. You can expect more dynamic and realistic environments powered by hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, a first for console gaming. This means true to life lighting, accurate reflections and realistic acoustics in real time as you explore the game world. And then immersion in an instant is the next section. The next console generation will be defined by more playing and less waiting. And when play begins, we know many gamers demand ultra low latency to be as immersed and precise as possible. 
To this end, the team analyzed every step between player and game from controller to console to display and asked how we could make it faster. SSD storage. With our next generation SSD, nearly every aspect of playing games is improved. Game worlds are larger, more dynamic, and load in a flash, and fast travel is just that, fast. Quick resume. The new quick resume feature lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly, returning you to where you were and what you were doing without waiting through long loading time screens. Dynamic latency input. We're optimizing latency in the player to console pipeline, starting with our Xbox wireless controller, which leverages our high bandwidth proprietary wireless communication protocol when connected to the console. With dynamic latency input, a new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed, controls are even more precise and responsive. HDMI 2.1 innovation. We've partnered with the HDMI forum and TV manufacturers to enable the best gaming experience through features such as auto low latency mode, that's ALLM, and variable refresh rate, VRR. ALLM allows Xbox One and Xbox Series X to automatically set the connected display to its lowest latency mode. VRR synchronizes the display's refresh rate to the game's refresh rate, maintaining smooth visuals without tearing, ensuring minimal lag and the most responsive gaming experience. 120 frames per second support. With support for up to 120 frames per second, Xbox Series X allows developers to exceed standard 60 frames per second output in favor of heightened realism or fast-paced action. We've got the next generation of game compatibility. The benefits of the next console generation extend in every direction, bringing greater visual fidelity and improved loading speeds to your existing gaming legacy, in addition to new games. We're continuing our commitment to compatibility with Series X and investing in technology that makes game ownership easier across generations. Four generations of gaming. Our commitment to compatibility means existing Xbox One games, including backward compatible Xbox 360 and original Xbox games, look and play better than ever before. Your favorite games, including titles and Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, and improved resolution and visual fidelity, all with no developer work required. Your Xbox One gaming accessories also come forward with you. Smart delivery. This tech empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you're playing it on Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you're getting the right version of the game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making the commitment to smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever console you choose to play on. This tech is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that will be released on Xbox One first and come to the Xbox Series X later on. Xbox Game Pass, in addition to games from across four generations of consoles, our leading game subscription service, Xbox Game Pass, We'll continue to have our first-party games like Halo Infinite included, included at their launch. We look forward to millions of you experiencing the Xbox Game Pass portfolio and immersing, immersing yourselves in, 
immersing yourselves in a deep library of high-quality games, playing those you love now, and also discovering your next great adventure. A generation with players at the center, Xbox Series X is our fastest, most powerful console ever, designing or designed for a console generation that has you at its center. This means a high-fidelity gaming experience enclosed in a quiet and bold design with the ability to discover thousands of games across four generations, all with more playing and less waiting. Whether it's empowering amazing creators at our 15 Xbox Game Studios, fueling game discovery with Xbox Game Pass, or expanding what and where you can play with Project X Cloud, Team Xbox stands for frictionless pathways between players and the best experiences a remarkable art form has to offer. Xbox Series X represents the same commitment for players who want immediate immersion in games that also look and feel better than ever. We can't wait to share more details about the new Xbox with you in the coming months. Neither can we. <laughs> yes. I wonder if he wrote all of that or if somebody wrote it for him, like a ghostwriter. Like maybe he wrote like the, that last whole section. Maybe he wrote like Xbox is fun. I like it. <laughs> and then somebody <laughs> elaborated. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. But yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that, that we talked about. And uh, there is also a pretty cool episode of uh, Major Nelson's uh, podcast, what Major Nelson Radio, that released this week where they actually talked about this. It was a short episode, like 20 minutes. And they yeah. kind of expounded on some of these. Yeah, like the smart delivery. Um, so they've already stated that like when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, if you buy it on Xbox One and then say next year you upgrade to a Series X, you'll automatically get the Series X version at no cost. So you'll you'll get the better version of it later for free. Now, you know, I don't... I, I have a couple of question marks about that feature. Because isn't that kind of what happened with the with the Xbox One X? You know, where if you had the X, it downloaded like additional textures and stuff, or yeah, game yeah, was enhanced. But, but there's mm -hmm. a difference because the this is the Xbox One and the Xbox One X are still the Xbox One. Oh it's, yeah, it's not, this is. You're going so think of it as like if you bought the 360 version and gotcha. then later upgraded to Xbox yeah. One, they're going to give you that version as well. So yeah, th so now that you put it that way, I mean, yeah, this That's, is this is huge. Yeah, yeah, this is so you can you can buy the game if you want, and then you can get oh I I finally upgraded to this oh you automatically get the better version, so you can go back and replay it if you want and yeah you know so and I mean no company has ever done this like look at music. <laughs> How much stuff have you bought as cassette and then you've had to buy it again in CD and then yeah. digital and yeah. oh that platform went bust so now you got to rebuy all your music again on a different or platform. movies. Oh gosh, movies, yeah. VHS to Laserdisc DVD, to DVD to Blu-ray to Voodoo, digital Blu-ray, yeah. <laughs> so so I mean, yeah, that is huge, and you know. You could argue, well, it's only sixty bucks, but sixty bucks is sixty bucks. <laughs> hey, you've already it's... bought the game. Do you really want to buy it again? So yeah, and you know, people I mean, say, well, it's not a big deal. Why would I want to play it again? But 
you know, it's that you could be right in the middle of your game too, you know. So yeah. say because mm-hmm. I I think Cyberpunk's coming out like in September or whatever, so it's coming out before the Xbox Series One or Series X. So if you buy it day one and you're in your take the game slow and don't burn through the whole thing in a day, which obviously that one's going to take you some time, but it, you can, you know, oh well, I've got the new one you're going to get that new version and your game save should still be there. You sure. should be able to kick off right where if I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly and I could be wrong on this assumption, but you should be able to kick off right where you left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, depend. It, I guess that would depend if the game saves are back compatible too. you. Well, at this point, I think that would be expected. I, yeah. I kind of expect yeah. that. Yeah. But you know what happens when we make assumptions? Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's nice because you don't. Again, it goes back to Phil said this like a couple of years ago. Like you take you buy your game and it's yours. You know, like I can play stuff from the original Xbox and they're still carrying forward the back compat. So this when this comes out, you're going to be able to play four consoles worth of games on one box. That has never happened. Even now, mm-hmm. three on right. one. This, you know, Xbox was the first to ever do that, you know, and um, I know, and, and Sony, I'm glad Sony's getting, they've got their service that you can play some other stuff, but it's different because that's a streaming thing. So it, it's not, it's not the same thing exactly. Right. Um, this is true backwards compatibility on the hardware level. Oh, so yeah. it, it's still pretty cool. Um, I, I like that. Again, it's just kind of, your library is always going to be there. Uh, they talked the back, about oh, the back pat thing. That's kind of nice is I mean, we've all been down the road when the new system comes out and then you add it to the stack of consoles <laughs> on your entertainment center or whatever. I mean, for a long time I had my uh, original uh, Xbox one, you know, sitting right on top of my 360. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you technically don't need that anymore, right? Right. And so, I mean, for, for people who have limited space, but now you can just toss that other one, put it in a kid's room, put it in another room if you want. And, you know, this can replace that. And you don't lose anything. Even your exactly. controllers are all going to come across. It's like, that's another thing, too. You don't have to buy new controllers. You know, they all which, work. Which makes me say, hey, make the system a little cheaper. <laughs> Sell it without a controller. <laughs> I don't want to buy another controller. <laughs> I don't need another controller. I've got enough of them. <laughs> the uh I like the quick resume feature, um especially now with multiple games because right now we have sure. that but it's for one game. So right. like if you but and if you turn your Xbox off then obviously that goes away. Um but if you leave it on like Well, so Major Nelson talked about that. So they've been testing that for a while. Um I think it's part of that take home program that they got. So he said when he was testing it, he switched games and as he switched games, it automatically resumed. And then he said that he got a system update, his system updated. It's a OS firmware, whatever. Right. And then it still worked. Oh, wow. So he said it survived a system update. Nice. Yeah. 
Now that's truly nice. That's pretty. So it's got to be some kind of virtual machine save state on the disk. And they said that it had something to do with like their custom SSD technology that they're using in it in the console. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And then that's one uh, thing that annoys me, somebody's games, man, it's like booting them up, man. Like I'm all digital. You're not even reading off of a disc. It still takes three minutes to load a game sometimes. Just because. Yeah. And I never understood. I'm trying to remember what game it was. You'd have several. Well, even Fortnite, like Fortnite kind of annoys me because it does take a long time to load. And just forever to update. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you think that's bad? Try updating on the on the switch. It oh, takes geez. about twenty minutes. My, my my youngest is always like, oh, <laughs> he'll go to play, and it's like we need an update, and he's like, Dad, it's gonna take twenty minutes. I'll go watch TV or something. <laughs> yeah. Go read a book. <laughs> go do your but, chores. Um, yeah, go do your chores. You're not supposed to be playing that, anyways. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it's like so. Then it takes. And it's like it takes a long time to load up and then you hit the button and then it's loading in again to then you got to wait for it to load to the actual like screen saying which do you want to play save the world or do you want to play you know battle royale or that other one creative creative (laughs) and then you got to wait for that to load i'm like why is there like three different loading sections like what is it loading the first time just mm-hmm. for me to hit that button. Like, I know there's a lot there, but it's like, it, it takes a long time to get into that game. That's sure. one thing I'm really looking forward to. Like just stuff coming up that, that would be so nice. I know it's probably petty and all that, but I just like it to come up. Bam. There it is. Let's play, you know, or you want it to be more like a mobile game almost. Cause usually those are pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. It's like, Oh, launch this. Yeah. Boom, it's up. You know, it's, you might yeah. wait like 10 seconds and then it's ready to go. I mean, yeah. we get so used to that. So when you sit down on the console, you're like, come on, it's been two minutes. And, and you're on the fastest, newest. It's still, and I know the game's gotten bigger and all that. So it, there's even more resources to load, but like, I don't care. I want it now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. Like they update what Wednesday night. So maybe before work or something like that, before school on Thursday, you just, Fire it up so it updates. <laughs> Fire it up. Fires up. Leave the house. <laughs> oh, let's see. What else oh, do yeah. they have? The the hardware stuff in 12 teraflops. I mean, that's they said that this was more than eight times twice that of the Xbox One X. I mean, the Xbox One X is a pretty amazing system. So it's gonna double the power of the One X right out of the gate. And eight times more than the original Xbox One. Yep. Like, like wow. I, I didn't even realize that the X was that much more powerful than the original, you know? So mm-hmm. if you, so that's the thing too. I think people, I think everyone's definitely going to see a difference, you know? Um, and I'm hoping too that being, that being that this is SSD, that when you power it on, it's just like, boom. Like you don't have to wait for the zoom, the the little chip, the scorpion chip to show, and then the minute or two of the green Xbox, you know, loading screen. This is yeah. 
I'm I'm picturing that this is going to be I hit a button and it's going to be pretty darn quick to load even just to get you to your desktop or your your uh, dashboard. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I mean, look at your phones, right? You know, you boot up a phone and it takes quite a while too. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if you can compare that hardware. It's very different hardware. I don't know. Do you think it's going to be quick to load your dashboard, or do you think we're going to have a still have some time for that thing to kick on for the very like when you boot it up first every day? I I think there'll be a wait first time, and then they'll do kind of like what they do with Windows. So Windows when it boots up for the first time, it goes through a first. Well, I don't, I don't mean the very first time. Sorry. I don't, I don't mean the very first time. I mean, like, like if, if you like right now you can do like, when you turn it off, like when I turn mine off tonight, it shuts all the way down. Right. Or you can have it in that low energy mode. Now there's a difference between both of those boot up times. Right. And that's what I was getting at where a full boot is a full boot and then they call it fast boot i believe in the in the windows world and that's something you can turn off so all of us that boot our windows systems on ssd and we're like wow this thing's super fast that's actually not a real boot they're tricking you because that's a fast boot (laughs) it's it's almost like it suspends the system in like a clean state and then when you boot up it just brings that clean state back up sort of that's the best kind way of, i would describe like it. hibernation mode in a way kind of yeah except so it that it works so yeah if you yeah exactly so if you turn off the fast boot mode on a windows machine you're like oh yeah this takes a while but it sometimes you need to do that because you need a clean <laughs> startup <laughs> but uh I imagine that they're probably leveraging some of that technology that they've learned or not learned that they've developed for windows and they're just crossing it over into the series X, or maybe they're just enabling it because the series X is basically a windows machine with the custom dash. Now the dashboard that they've had, like I'm really not happy with it in the current generation it's pokey, it's slow, and they tried to fix it to some degree, and I don't even remember which update it was. Within like the last year or two, they made it better, but they made it better just by throwing everything on the same screen. Like, remember how before, when you switch through stuff, like when you go from, let's say, like home to oh yeah, store, You'd literally wait a couple seconds staring at nothing before it starts like tiling everything together. And they fixed that by just putting everything on one screen. So now you're switching through stuff less. Yeah. But I would, to me, there's no excuse for having like a slow page load like that on a system that's purpose built that connects to a service i would think you should be able to just have everything come up immediately like especially with a lot of folks having like 50 meg internet plus uh, you know i can 
I think you can safely say that, right? Most people are 50, at least 50 mag, if not more. <laughs> you know, I thought so. I met a guy the other day, a friend of mine here. Say I met a guy the other day. I talked with a friend of mine the other yeah. day. Yeah. And you, you met up. <laughs> yeah, we met up. And he only has five. It's it's like all that's available to his house. And I was like, oh, he's not that moved. far from me. And I've got gigabit. But <laughs> it's just because of we're all out in the country and it's yeah. where you it's just that's all that's available to him. And I'm just like, dude, you got a house full of kids. How do you guys, you know, can you even stream Netflix? And he goes, Netflix works okay. But Ish. he's like if we're watching it, like nobody else can be on the internet at all. Wow. Like it, you just can't like here. I can be, I can, I, you know, doing a, a podcast. I can be, I can be watching mixer. It's going to be on Netflix, Disney plus, uh, on Damien on a switch doing a Fortnite, And it, it doesn't, it doesn't impact me, you know, yeah. but this guy's like, no, it's like when we're going to do something like that, it, everyone else has to basically be shut off. <laughs> wow so yeah that's like going so back I, into 20 you know to like 2005 <laughs> so i can't Time. say i can't agree with you that everyone averages 50 because uh no i mean I, and i think there's probably more well, people in like him. urban i mean in most urban areas though but there's a lot of people in the country that, that yeah you know it's uh so i i don't know i would think that 50 meg would be a safe bet but well of, i thought I that until like, last weekend <laughs> i'd say he's the exception <laughs> i don't think he is around here and yeah. you know like i said i'm in the country but i get gigabit but i think that's because of my relation to you know but, we're close to seattle but he's just a couple miles from me and he can't yeah, get more but, than five so but the thing is i mean don't you have i just i think it might be something to do with the land scape out there because you guys got water you got little mountainy areas too don't you oh yeah so in a place like chicago i bet there's more people with 50 plus than there are right oh less yeah than, less but than i'm that. talking you get in the midwest you know in the yeah. middle of kansas i bet you know you got a lot of those satellite streamers well, they're, and they're probably running 10 gig out there <laughs> <laughs> they're faster was, than us i was stunned that he was was no nah, yeah slow but Anyways, I digress. But yeah. Yeah, it's probably a safe bet. I'll go with it. Oh, on a, on a side note, I just thought I'd mention that I heard that there's still people using AOL. Isn't that and crazy? That's, that's dial up though, right? It, I don't know. Does anybody use a modem anymore? A what? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, at work, at work, we sometimes joke around about that stuff. And we bring up the old K56 Flex. Remember those? X2. Oh. Yeah. 28.8. Dude, I remember, I, I remember my first one was like a 300 baud. Oh, like, yeah. That's how that's how far back I go. Mm -hmm. so, I'm sure you had. Then we got, what, the 1,200? Yeah. yeah. I remember getting the 2,400 baud modem, and I thought it was just amazing. <laughs> can you i would love to just it'd be fun i think just to to have one and boot it up one time and actually make use of it like to see what what can i do what can i do with 300 baud oh, like no. nothing would work <laughs> oh hell no so like with uh, cisco equipment when we console into 
devices, the uh, especially with a serial cable, they default to 9600 baud. It uh-huh. is just awful. It is just awful <laughs> to go through that and actually like it's it's like the <laughs> it's not quite as bad, but it's it's like the old war games thing. You know, would you like to play a game? You see, you see it like typed onto the screen. But like, like if I if I console into a Cisco router or switch or something like that. I usually like immediately set up the network stuff on it and then I get to it through the network. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. Anyway. So, and that, so, I think that's it for the yeah. series. Unless you got anything else. Okay. No, no, I, we'll see what else they come up with, but uh, I, I like, I like hearing more about the features um that are coming you know like that uh instead of just hardware it's like you know ram yay gpu teraflop you know whoop de doo those those are sort of important but they're behind the scenes the things that we interact with are going to be those features right yeah like so, fast travel being well fast <laughs> i love that i always hate it like oh fast travel it just means i'm gonna sit here for two minutes for a load screen yeah, yeah I, I don't have to in game take 10 minutes to get there but if it's truly like you just click here and like boom the next you know where you were going just comes up yeah. oh it's gonna make gaming especially on those open world games just so much nicer so yeah so you don't have to actually think about it like well this fast travel destination is right next to where i'm at it'll take me a minute and a half to walk there or two minutes for it to load <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> let me just walk there instead but all right and then uh, I found an interesting article that talked about uh, Series X games that are likely to launch um, at launch and or shortly thereafter. So let, let's let's see if you agree with uh, with some of these. All right. So first one up, Halo Infinite. I yep. think this is kind of a given. Right? Yeah, I think that'll be a launch day title. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then Gods and Monsters. I don't know too much about this game. I don't know anything about it either. It's uh, being developed by the team that did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought I saw something about... So it's uh, similar in appearance to Breath of the Wild. Okay. So a lot of folks will like it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it looks like the Nintendo game. I think they had this on E3 if I remember right. But uh, would that make this an Ubisoft game? I don't know. Yeah, from the creators of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, then uh, next one up, Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. Uh, is that a Assassin's Creed Marvel crossover or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, they've done... What they've done Greece, they've done Egypt. Now it's time for the Vikings. Oh, okay. Right? Or something like that. Sure. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if this one will be a launch title, but I, I bet it'll be somewhere around that time. Okay. Uh Watchdogs Legion. So I don't know because we haven't heard anything about this thing. Yeah. It was like these games that were delayed. 
that were already announced and then delayed. I don't know if they're delaying them to put them on a new system. I would imagine this one probably is not going to be like it. There probably won't be anything different between the versions. It'll be whatever magic sauce in the Series X that might upscale it a little bit because you know it was talking about how it can upgrade things without even the devs having to do anything. So mm-hmm. that might be the only difference, but so I don't I don't think this is going to be linked to the the new consoles. Okay. I don't I I could be I don't know. Yeah. And next one, Rainbow Six Quarantine. What 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 what? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> Where have I been? So it was announced as a release uh, in 2020 for Xbox One. It uh, they say it was most likely inspired by Rainbow Six Siege Outbreak. Okay, I remember playing that. Yeah. Um, it was hard as crap too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was only like for so, a weekend, which seemed weird. So maybe. Now that makes sense. It so maybe it wasn't just a mode in the game. You were playing a beta for a new game. Yeah, <laughs> because it only came out for like a weekend or something. It was an event. There was a very short time. It might have been a week long, but like that was it. That's interesting. Yeah. So we'll we'll see about that one. Um, Outriders. Never heard of it. It's a third person co op similar to destiny or the division you see i gotta check out this trailer for it's from it. people can fly which made um a bullet storm which i loved but they also made the worst gears of war game <laughs> in the pack judgment yeah so <laughs> as soon as you said worst gears of war i was i was gonna say judgment <laughs> yeah yeah they made that one but uh bullet storm was awesome i loved that game yeah that was a lot of fun yeah, so Outriders is planned for holiday 2020. So that puts it right in the range. Right, yeah. There, but uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be tied to the Xbox, personally. Okay, uh, next one, Forza Horizon 5. Do you no. think that this one will be out? No. Forza, Forza, the main game, is the next one due out, right? They usually alternate. Right, and they didn't but, put they didn't put one out right last year, right? The the I thought the I thought so, Forza Horizon Four was the was, last Forza right. game that came out. It it was okay. so, and that was in 2018. So the big question then is, are they going to have the next Forza game be a launch title, or are they going to follow? the release schedule of the horizon series. Mm. I would rather have the horizon game come out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, but honestly, between the two, they're so repetitive now that, you know, mm-hmm. it's like whatever, I even the horizon games, I think are boring. I, I like the more open world feel, but it's just gotten to the point where every game is the same. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's a car game. So what, what, what more can you do? You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's a car game. <laughs> so you know, they're kind of limited. You know, they've done fantastic things in Horizon 4 with the weather, for example. 
Right. And, you know, the realism, the visuals, you know, what can they do next? And, well, let's say there is a Forza Horizon 5 coming out this year. Where would you want it to be? Because what? We've covered, so I think, what, the first Horizon that was, like, in Colorado or something, right? Yeah. um, They've had it, what, in Australia? Australia. They had... um, um, Four was in, wasn't that in the UK? Europe, or didn't they have one that was like in Italy or yeah. Europe or someplace? Um, I don't know where they've all been. I don't know. I don't, I mean, to me, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It, it's because none of it is, it's just stylings. As long as it's different than the last one, it, it doesn't really matter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I could really care less where it takes place. Well, here's something that I think would be cool. If they give Forza Horizon, now this is, so Horizon, so this is the risk, okay? Horizon is arcadey. Regular Forza Motorsport is the real world simulation. I think it would be really sweet if they give it the flight simulator treatment and somehow leverage real world information you know real world stuff so for example um you could like oh, okay. driving in the game you'd be like 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 say it was Let's say, five chicago like you were driving down the real streets well you're driving like down the up. streets and if like you're driving in the evening let's say if you're playing in the evening it's evening in the game Oh no, that no, I wouldn't like that. No. <laughs> because think about it, a lot of people would always end up playing the Driving game at night. night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. But well, I've got to play could... I gotta play. I can't go to church today because I finally want to play this game in the daytime. <laughs> okay. But but have that as an option. So <laughs> you know, if it's snowing outside, you know, it would be snowing in the game. If it's raining outside, it would be raining in the game. You know, I, I think that would be cool just to have the added realism of of the geography and how it is in the real world. You, my friend, are nuts. <laughs> NVTS nuts. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, one thing that they're saying about uh, the Forza series is that Playground is developing a Fable game. So the Fable game might be what's sort of pushing back the forza series so we'll see uh next up senua's saga hellblade 2 i I never played the first one yeah i don't remember this being a 2020 release i I thought it was just like it was coming sometime in the future yeah i don't think this is gonna be i don't think it's this year i think they're gonna make it a showcase title Right with like the re- realism of the face and like uh, you know that trailer that they did at E three, that weird trailer where that girl is like chanting or whatever. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know, I I think they're gonna use it kind of like a visual eye candy kind of technological graphic showcase. Kind of like what happened with Rise, 
and the xbox one at least that was my impression i thought rise was like hey this game looks amazing you know the the battle scenes and the fighting and i think that i think center was saga hellblade 2 is kind of kind of going to be the same but i don't think it's going to be a release title i wonder i should boot up rise son of rome and see what it looks like now on the xbox yeah X. yeah I it's to, i have to try that this week see what it looks like that yes. was a fun game actually oh yeah i'd be curious Problem to see it... if it's dated you know yeah that'd be interesting does it look because it as was good a launch now? title yeah does it look as good now as it did back then there's your homework for the week rob all right <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll, i said i should do it and i'll give it to you <laughs> yeah and we just wind up playing Fortnite all weekend together there something. you go exactly all right okay then uh, next one is biomutant i don't know much about this one um but it seems to be kind of not really like an rpg but you're this fox or something that's like running around fighting things uh hey, okay yeah. and then dying light 2 this is another game that was already supposed to i think be out but it's been get that got delayed and i have no faith in this because these are the guys that are also have delayed dead island 2 yeah i'd rather have but uh that's been delayed for years now so i mm-hmm. don't think this is i don't believe this will come out but uh as day one or yeah you know, release a launch title okay yeah i i would have to agree okay so that that was it just those titles oh and then uh one more thing i actually wasn't going to talk about this but may as well because it's going to be quick here uh it looks like there's a new feature for the insider crew where you can eject Blu-ray and game discs with a controller. Okay. So for the folks that actually have retail discs, um, there's a new prompt to press X to eject the disc. Hmm. <laughs> whoop de <doo>. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if people are asking for it, at least they're putting it in. But yeah, I'm like, really it surprised. Just seems like what? <laughs> no, I'm really surprised it wasn't there. Because you could do that on the original Xbox. I remember it being on that. What was it? Yeah, remember but, that dashboard with the blades? I could have yeah. sworn it was in there. You could eject the disc. Yeah, but to me, it's almost like, what's the point? Because like right now on this, see, in the 360, it had a tray. So it would still sit in the tray. If sure. Here, it, it spits it out and it's just hanging there. Pooey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Why would you let it hang there? You might, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to take it out. You might as well just walk over to it. You know, you're going to walk through it anyways. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It just seems like a weird feature to put in at this, this point of the game, but. Yeah, that's true. What? Seven years (laughs) after launch. That's one thing too. I do wonder about the new one. Like when the Xbox one came out, like they didn't have, like you couldn't send voicemails. There was a lot of things that the 360 did that the Xbox One could not do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, and uh, it, it's in fact, I used to send voice messages all the time. Oh and yeah. Mm-hmm. Now because it's like you can do it once again now, finally on the the one, but I rarely ever do it because I forget. I've forgotten. I haven't used it in so long. I forgot that you can actually do it now. Because I remember that like, oh crap, I have to 
text all my messages again. Oh. Like, how could you not have voice messaging on day one? There was a lot of things that took several years to get to the Xbox One at the 360 hat all along. It's <laughs> just like, it made no sense. Yep, so yep. I, I am concerned about that. What are we going to lose? All these new features are great, but what are they going to take away? And is what's not going to be there day one that we've are, we've grown accustomed to? Mm-hmm. So, we'll you know, we always used to say, well, we believe that a lot of those features were ripped out when they changed, at least yeah. when we think that they changed things upon launch because yeah. of social media, <laughs> people crying. And uh, yeah, well, I wonder Phil, if things... Phil, are... Phil won't do that. I, he won't yeah. listen to the haters. He's going to be like, yeah. no, this is, this is better. <laughs> Until it's not. It's more better. More better. Yeah, more better for you. <laughs> All righty, here, let's move on into the community section. Yep. Uh, if you would like to leave us a voicemail, you can go to our website, thisxboxlife.com, click on the voicemail widget, leave us a voicemail up to 90 seconds in length, and we'll play it here on the show. Or you can also do an MP3 recording and send it to us at contact at this Xbox Life. Uh, we got a message on uh, episode 546 the other day uh, from Matt. Matt commented, yay, new episode of the conversation on the ups and downs with the Series X versus the PS5 is all about naming. I was one of the few who bought a Wii U, actually, along with Brun too, right? He had one or has one. Um, Great system, horrid name. (laughs) To the common folk, what stops them from buying an Xbox One X because it's cheaper at that point than the Series One X? It's not a peripheral. It's probably the best best box out there. So you think uh, naming has something to do with it? <laughs> um, or it can influence people? I, I It depends. See, that... There's, I think it can lead to confusion. That's for sure. Definitely, I think it will. I think there will be confusion because there's Xbox One X and Xbox Series X. So, to someone who a parent who's buying something for a kid may not know the difference, right? Because because of naming, and they are very similar. Xbox Series X, Xbox One X. What and the difference? And look at but, and, and look at and look at what people have been taught. Like look at phones, iPhone One. Two, three, four. That's how you know that it's better. Same thing with, you know, Galaxy yeah. 5, 6, 7, yep. 20. <laughs> the higher the X- number is the newer, newer one. Yeah, the Xbox One X must be better than the Xbox Series X. Hopefully but, they would ask questions, but they would. the price alone is going to let, should let you know that uh, this is better. But Yeah, but I wonder if because of the huge change in the system footprint in the shape of the console i wonder if that'll help differentiate it because if it was just another you know black rectangular console i think most people especially if they're not a you know uh, a person who's a gamer or somebody like our community members you know to them it's like i have no idea which is which they both have x in a name right Okay, well, I'm gonna, series. What does that mean? So we've got to look at this too. The 
this is the so they're getting rid of numbering okay on purpose yep right um a lot of games used to number like madden okay now they go to the year they 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 stopped doing madden 10 11 12 you know then they went to uh you know 99 2001 you know they did it based on year here xbox is a going back to this is an xbox so we're really really going all the way back to xbox is the name not xbox 360 not xbox one it is xbox and then it's well there's going to be a series x there's going to be a series probably s there might be a series e or c or you know it it's but it it is xbox is yeah. the new name it's more about the ecosystem than it is new right hardware. right so and the series is okay what what type of hardware you know are you going to be like small medium or large you know if you want uh, the x being the large the most expensive the highest performing where you know the the s will probably be a little less money it won't be as powerful you know it's more of the middle of the road and then maybe i still think they're going to come out with a cloud only option i still don't see how they can't just do like a dongle and a controller like right. uh, like a fire stick or a google a chromecast you know and just boom here's your xbox cloud here's a controller you know i i still believe they're going to do something like that and that could be your series c for cloud or you know something sure. like that so it's like all all you need is you know game pass or game pass ultimate or whatever right get your subscription get this 50 dollar dongle boom you're done yeah yeah and you're in the ecosystem and you're playing hundreds of games mm-hmm. you know I, I still if they don't do that to me that just doesn't seem like that makes any sense i think they should be doing that you're you know talk about they talk about people that don't have space well who doesn't have a space for a thumbstick? Well, or you know, that's sticking the back of your TV. That's it. You don't even see it. Now, the one comment I would have against that kind of device is, you know, basically what we've seen with a lot of services like Netflix. Netflix, they don't have their own device. They leverage everybody else's. Right. So is Microsoft gonna skip having that, you know, dongle? that purpose-built dongle and maybe just leverage Roku and Amazon's fire sticks and all those other devices. Maybe they can even have like apps that run on your LG and Samsung TVs, your Sony TVs. You know what I mean? It's well, I saw an article that Microsoft is partnering with Samsung. Yeah. So I did see that somewhere earlier this week. Yeah. Um, so, so they are, they're, right? they're, there is a, a deal going on with with there too. So, yeah, I mean they could, but the 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 I don't. That's not going to work. I don't think that will work because you still, unless the Fire Stick, and I, I got I got Fire Sticks in every TV because that's what I do. That's what I use here. I don't. So, but sure. I don't know if I can connect like a Bluetooth controller to it. And is is that's true? Is yeah. that going to work? Is it because they're wireless? And we just read it in that article. It's a proprietary wireless system. So yeah, you can use Bluetooth, but if you're going to be cloud only, you probably want the fastest possible connection from your controller to the stick. And I just think, you know, having one of those would be worth it. 
Yeah. But I think people know, would buy them like gangbusters. Oh yeah. I think, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Man, I sure would. I would well, I would take that when I traveled. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. I'd have a controller and a thumbstick and I'm good. Oh, well, you know how hotel <laughs> internet well, is. True. <laughs> maybe you're better it, off without it. It beats hauling a console true and, and in it not yeah. working because of hotel wireless. It sucks. You know, at least it's like, oh well, it was a thumbstick. Exactly. You know, I travel I travel now with a, a fire stick. Sure. And I I stream I just plug it in every time and boom, I sit there and watch movies and whatever I want. So, yeah, because you just you can keep it just in any pocket right in your bag, carry on, whatever, and, and not care if you don't use it. Whereas all your console, console around. Is, yeah, that's and you're you're risking like, it getting damaged and yeah banging it around and you you well i don't want to i'm going to do it my carry-on and that's like okay what well, you know oh i better take I'll, I'll pack less underwear to make sure i get my console you know mm -hmm. or i'll <laughs> buy underwear when i get there i <laughs> just turn them inside out or something you know there you go make make them use you know that way you can yeah. wear them twice <laughs> oh, who needs underwear <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that's pants. if you get desperate yeah yeah so i don't know I just think the dongle is a good idea. And, and again, that could be a series, whatever. So back to the original thing, it's still, it's Xbox. That is the name. And mm -hmm. I'm glad that I'd rather it be just Xbox and then do these other things like series X. And, and if they ever come out another 10 years with the new hardware, you can still call it, you know, Xbox series two X or series X two, mm -hmm. you know, you can still number it, but you can still keep it Xbox. Like, like, I, I think a lot, of, I don't know, I, maybe I'm weird. I have an iPhone. People are like, oh, which one do you have? I don't know. I have an iPhone. Does it really matter anymore? I mean, some people got to have the newest, greatest. I get that. But, you know, I don't know. For me, it's just like, it's, it's, it's an iPhone. It's matter, an yeah. iPhone. Right. It, it's, and I think it's everybody. Oh, what do you have? Oh, I have an iPhone. I have an Android. You know, okay, we well, have an Android. Well, what do you have? An HTC or, you know. Who makes it a samsung you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. it's it's the software is what we're really talking about sure for me it's an iphone that's what i have uh this is a thing the 11 is the newest one this is a a 10 okay. x plus max thing i don't know <laughs> i can't even say the name it's like yeah it's when they got stupid with the 10 and like the 10 pro x max super redux you know I'm like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's not that important. No, so I mean it is nice that they're capitalizing just on the brand. Because I mean in the past it was always, you know, 360, you know, Xbox One, original Xbox. You know, yeah. people are so caught up on the generations. And if they do what Phil was talking about, you know, over the last couple of years where they're going to concentrate on Xbox, the hardware is going to be less meaningful and it's more about having the gaming on the platform as a whole, right? Especially if they right. have backwards compatibility. And I would imagine that they'd keep doing that from now on. Right. Because it's yeah. about the ecosystem. You, mm -hmm. you don't, you really lost it. Oh, it's a 360. Well, people called it the 360. They didn't even, they didn't, I mean, that really became the name. Like you said, it wasn't Xbox. Like the brand got lost in the version of that brand. Right. And you because, know. 
because things were individual. Like even PlayStation, right? It's what what game or what system is this game for? Oh, this is for PS2. Well, I have a PS1, so I can't play it. Right. Right. But it was or still PS1. PlayStation. We'll play. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation was always included. Now we could still see the same problem here, because you might be like, "Oh, what do you play on? Oh, Series X." But for those that aren't like you and I could say that. But when I'm talking to someone else, I would say Xbox Series X. You know, I, I think that the Xbox brand will end up being more front and center at this naming scheme. Sure. But who knows? I, you know, it's it's a hard question because, you know, people like, I think Nintendo fans really knew what the Wii U was and they bought it because they wanted it. You know, yeah. um, I think there was a lot of problems with that because, like, there was the Wii and then the Wii U. And we could run into the same thing because it's like, well, the naming, like he said, the naming, did that screw it up? And could we run into the same thing again? Yes. For those that, for the parents that are buying for their kids would not know the difference, possibly, or for just people that, you know, don't follow like podcasting or, you know, video game podcasts, or they don't read IGN or video game news or wherever it's out there. They're not really into it. Then that yes, there could be confusion. I absolutely see that. For people yeah. who've been doing this a long time, or video gamers, I think they're going to know. Again, it's an Xbox. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know the situation with Nintendo, I think is unique to them, from the standpoint of well, first of all, the names, the names that they did for, the names that they used on their consoles in the past, were not very descriptive kind of you know okay so you had um the nintendo uh, uh what was the original nintendo called gaming a nintendo gaming system or something nintendo entertainment system yeah nes the nes yeah and then you had the super nes and then you had the you know like the game boy the 2ds 3ds ds um game boy advance you know colors it, it's it's they were like all like strange names originally like not very consistent and then they went to the Wii, which was like a play on a name right because it was we i i but it was kind of like we and then you had the me's which was like me me and my eye was me because I was my avatar and you know, that's what the people were. And then they went to the Wii U. So it, it's their, their naming was always kind of strange. And I think PlayStation and Xbox do it better, <laughs> at least in the past to some degree, because it's just a number, you know, what's what, but um, one thing I was also just thinking about too as you were talking was the Wii U, I think had a strange situation on its hands because there was a new system. It was pretty good for what it did. It had some innovative stuff with that whole tablet and all, but you had an expensive system. I think that that's a problem for Nintendo. Like, let me ask you this. So we've had expensive uh, PlayStation and expensive uh, Xboxes in the past. 
do you think a $500 Nintendo Ooh. could sell well? <laughs> um, wow. Because historically, they were cheap, right? Uh, not most, originally. Most of them. Not well, originally. Uh, like the when Switch, the NES out, man, the NES was expensive because every all that was, you know, the, their competition was. I mean, think about it. The Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah. Like those mm-hmm. were two hundred dollar consoles back then. That was like five or six hundred dollars today. Okay. I mean, it was expensive originally, but I Nintendo has gone down. I think the path of being uh, less expensive hardware wise uh, throughout the years. The thing is, again, it's a hard question because it depends if is Nintendo. Oh man. I, I Nintendo has such a large fan base that I think people would buy anything they put out. I say that, but then the, the Wii U was not a, not a success. Um, if they if they put out a five hundred dollar console and it was on par with the PS five and the Xbox Series X, then yes, and they had the games and the visuals to go along with it, then yes, I think that they would be fine. If they faltered in any of those, then I think there'd be uproar from the Nintendo community because they are used to less expensive hardware. They are they are used to less graphical you know more more i want to say more mario like right like less realism less more family friendly more animated as opposed to realistic graphics i'm not i'm trying to i don't want to make sure i'm not you know people get mad and oh you don't know what you're talking about my understanding you know and my they do that anyway switch is that's true i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) it's just my opinion um yeah yeah so back with everybody my opinion is yeah (laughs) If they could compete with the PlayStation and the Microsofts of the world, then they probably could sell that if they had the, the, the software to back it up, which I believe that the Ubisofts and EAs of the world would still put their games on that platform. So um, it just depends. But if, if they're only going to put out the same type of games that they do now and they don't push it, then no, then you're going to get a lot of uproar in the community because why am I going to buy a $500 console to play the next Super Mario that looks the same? Right, you know, you know what I'm saying. So sure, that, that's a tough one. I think. I, I think that if they came out with an expensive system, they might get sales into the hardcore gamer market, or that's where they would get a lot of their sales from. But I would be hesitant to say that a lot of the folks that are buying stuff for their kids, you know, I, I don't know if they would go down that road because with mint okay look at the switch i mean we both have switches and it's a 300 dollars system or at least it was i don't know what it's selling for nowadays well they got that cheaper one now isn't that 200 dollars? that other one without the removable controllers joy cons yeah the switch light it is out there and it is yeah i think it's 200 yeah it's like two or 250 but anyway you know they Oh, I forgot where I was going with this now. The, oh, I remember now. Okay, so when you buy the system, there's that initial cost, or even like the Wii. I'll I'll even use the Wii as an example. I want to say it was like two something when I bought mine. And you look at it and you're like, all right, 
200 ish, 250, 230. That's not bad. And then, oh, wait a second. I have to buy a second controller. Oh, and then I need those nunchucks. And then I need the little silicone covers for the nunchucks. And then I need to buy a game. <laughs> I'm already like $400 into it. I don't even have a game yet. Yeah. So Nintendo, I, I think, is like king of adding on the little knickknacks and stuff and just driving up the price because, heck, I even remember with the, even with the Switch, it was like $300 when I bought it. And then I remember the bill being like four something. So it adds up quickly. And if you have the initial console being $500, you're yeah. looking at what? Six or $700 after you buy controllers and a game or two. Uh, I, I don't see a lot of folks buying that for their kids. And again, I'm, I'm sort of maybe stereotyping the system, thinking that it's more of a family oriented, younger kid type of thing. Because, I mean, that's where most of their games are geared towards. And that would be really strange if they have, like, a violent game on there. See, that's I don't why think I they think allow they just... that, do they? Like, Well. I, I know they have, like, COD and some of the stuff that, like, ran on the Wii and, and stuff. Diablo's but, on there. Uh, Diablo you know. 3 is available. There, there's, yeah, there's stuff on there. But I, I think what, I think Nintendo would be best if, well, who am I? I? You know, never mind. I'm nobody. I am no. I got no. Never mind. I'm not going to tell Nintendo what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they pay you. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> not for free. Yeah, I can be bought, people. You yes. Know? <laughs> Send V Bucks his way. Zoinks! <laughs> I will work for V Bucks. <laughs> no, I want real cash, man. <laughs> V Bucks will not get me a Series X. <laughs> yeah, but they will get you the new emote. Anyway. So, all right, let's okay, let's just move on. So, so thanks so much for that uh for that comment, Matt. Uh Dude, that's got to be the longest answer yeah. to any question we've ever got. And I don't know, did we actually even answer his I, I don't know. His question? <laughs> We talked about in. a lot I of stuff. I think we did. I think we yeah. did. I, if not, I mean, we gave all the, he gave us like another minutes of content. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. All right. We have a Twitter account uh, at this Xbox Life, and also we have a Facebook group, uh, this Xbox Life within Facebook. You can also find that on our website. Click the link; it'll take you straight there. If you're not a member right now, you can become a member by answering two easy questions. Uh, answer those questions, please. And uh, all right, on to this week's retail releases. All right, retail releases for the week of February 25th through February 29th, or 28th. No, nothing on the 29th, so absolutely nothing on your extra day of the year. That's a Saturday. All right, we have Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. 
that released on the 25th. What is today's date? Today's the 27th. 27th, yep. Yeah. Uh, we have Infliction Extended Cut on the 25th. Two Point Hospital on the 25th. I'm actually interested in checking this one out. I heard that this one's actually okay. Um, uh, I saw someone playing it on the on Mixer today, and I clicked on it for about 30 seconds, and then I went away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know someone else in our group uh, was talking about wanting to play it. Yeah, it's so you're designing hospitals, decorating them cure very unusual illnesses, manage troublesome staff, and then spread your budding healthcare organization across Two Point Hospital or Two Point County. Interesting. I heard it's actually kind of uh, funny and stuff. So, you know, definitely one of those uh, games where it's more probably about economy and managing people and getting stuff done and and growing your stuff, which kind of like fits in line with me liking Forager and uh, those other games. All right. Uh, then we also have Wasteland Remastered. This one is Play Anywhere and Game Pass, and it's out on Windows 10 and Xbox One. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved Genesis Part 1, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection, Hay Fever. Sayonara Wild Hearts. The game sounds familiar. I don't know. Then uh, Edgar Babak in Bulzac. Okay. Whatever. Uh, Grizzland on the 26th. Ganbar Super Strikers is some kind of arcadey Nintendo ish sports game or something, maybe. Looks something. Like soccer? Oh, maybe it is soccer. An innovative mix between tactical RPG and soccer. Okay. A One Finger Death Punch 2 uh, came out on the 26th. House Flipper on the 26th. Vasilis on the 26th. Castles, Castle of No Escape. This looks like a game straight out of Windows 3.1. <laughs> DOS days. Yeah. Remember when you play this game, load uh, the CD-ROM drive driver uh, in high mem along with your mouse. Run MemMaker, please. Then we have Castle of No Escape 2. Dude, what is... This is like Commodore 64 Amiga stuff here. Both of these games. Uh, we have on 26th, Yakuza 0, February 26th. Uh, Spartan Fist on the 28th. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows on the 28th. Stab, 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 uh, February 28th. So when you search for this game, can you just type in stab once or do you have to type it in three times? I don't know. Uh, Bucket Night on the 28th, and that's it. That's actually a fair amount of games. It's a lot. Yeah. The Shiny Pennies, of course, are Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I think Two Point Hospital. Uh, Wasteland. Probably Ark. Survival. I don't know about some of those other games. And then Yakuza Zero. That one might be pretty good. So that's a fair amount of stuff. 
All right. And then uh, games with gold. So we've got a switcheroo coming up here this weekend. But um, for February, for the remainder of February, we have uh, for Xbox One, we have TT Isle of Man going through the end of the month. And we have Call of Cthulhu. Uh, that one's going through mid-March. And then the back Compat 360 game is Star Wars Battlefront. That is the original Xbox uh, Battlefront game. And then new for next week, or new for next month, starting next week, we have Batman the Enemy Within, the complete season. Uh, that one is starting March 1st on Xbox One. And then the back compat game is Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. So look for those games coming next week. All right. And then uh, lastly, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that on our Facebook group and on our website. Uh, use the appropriate store, US or UK, for your purchases. And uh, if you're an iTunes user, Find us in the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating if you could, and uh, that'll help boost us in the rankings, help more people find out about the podcast. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. So I think that's about everything we've got here for episode 549. Anything else to add before we close it out, Mr. Mark? I do. I just noticed this. Um, you can find... Wait, is this a rant? No. No? No. no, no, ah. no. It's just like sitting here going, what is this? What is this? So on news.xbox, uh, news.xbox.com, there's a story in there from February 26th introducing Fuser, a revolutionary oh, yeah. music experience. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was just looking at this. This is a new game coming out from uh, Harmonix, who yep. is of rock band fame and mm -hmm. Dance Central. Um, and they're also working with NCSoft. So they're coming out with a new, it looks like, like a mixer. What was that? DJ, DJ, DJ hero, hero, DJ yeah. hero, where you had the, you actually had the hardware perfect, like the, the, the mixer, sure. the slide and all that. That was a lot of fun. I'm trying to figure out if this is because it, it talks about you're mixing music and tracks together, but it doesn't say anything about there being hardware, which I would hope that there wouldn't be. Because I thought we're we're away from that. I thought we've moved away from that. But you never know. It's two different companies that are NCSoft. Didn't they make? Uh, weren't they? Didn't they used to make Guitar Hero? Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, or they they were making something with peripherals. I thought. That's what I thought too. Yeah, because I remember seeing the trailer for this game the other day, and. The trailer was one of those perfect trailers that told you like nothing about the game. <laughs> yeah, it's just I was this watching girl, it a like, minute ago. Around. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute, what's what's what is this? But maybe maybe this is a different company. I'm trying to see what they've made. They did Guild Wars Lineage Two. I could have swore they were somehow um, involved in guitar hero or something but it doesn't look so i've got the wrong info here but it's off yeah so 
Yeah, Harmonics unveils Fuser, a music mixing game where you play as a festival DJ. So, like, I'm wondering how this is going to work, and I, I'm sorry to keep us. It's it's just interests me. I I like Harmonics. I bought the game. Um, what's that board game with all the cards? Um, oh, um, I forget. Drop mix. I, I'm looking at it. Yeah, drop mix. Drop mix, and I really, I mean, that was fun. I like that. I need to. Play it again with my kids. Oh, they speaking it. of drop mix, I actually picked it up uh, a couple weeks ago. They have it. They had it at Five Below. Do you have those stores out by you? No, no. They're like uh, they're like a dollar store, but everything in the store is supposed to be like five dollars and under. So they had the drop mix game for ten bucks, and then like the big packs, I think, were five bucks, and then the little packs were two fifty. Uh, that that yeah, it sounds about right. So I can't believe yeah. you got the game for ten bucks though. It's yeah. fun and it's and it you just you're mixing stuff by putting cards on. Yeah. Like it's really interesting and I, I think it's a really unique idea. So but I'm just curious again, that's that's you still are using a peripheral and you're using cards and you have to have like a, a phone or uh, a, an iPad or something, a tablet. Um and then it works best if you have a, a Bluetooth speaker. Sure. Then it sounds a lot better. Uh, that's what yeah. I used. But um, it, it's so I'm curious. That was mixing. So that's I'm kind of seeing some like when I'm looking at some of these images, it kind of reminds me of that. I'm wondering, but I'm wondering, is this going to be just using a controller? So or is no. there a piece of hardware? Well, yeah. So here, here's the thing. So it's the next game from Harmonix. Um, it's more about mixing music than making music. Uh, it lets players explore a fantasy of being a DJ at a massive music festival. Unlike other harmonics music games, being a being um, a DJ hero in Fuser does not require a special controller, just a standard gamepad. It okay. says uh, Fuser is going to have more than a hundred songs that players can mix in real time. Drop mixish, maybe. Uh, yeah, grabbing yeah. the vocals from one song, mashing it up with a guitar from another and a bass line and drums from something else. As you play and take requests from attendees, you can throw in um, different drops from different songs. Um, it's more about being creative and keeping the crowd hyped than it is about getting all wiki wiki <laughs> with a plastic turntable. Wooka 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 wooka. Hey, yeah. I enjoyed that. That was fun. It and it's weird because I'm not like a DJ and I don't like going to and I never enjoyed that like oh, I back love in the that day. Stuff. I know oh, you yeah. do. I always hated it. But I love DJ yeah. Hero. And even the second game was even better. Like actually I love I'm hoping DJ to see Hero. Galantis next weekend. Ooh. I don't even know what You're that like, means. Like who? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so but anyways, okay, so but, check out. Yeah. Oh. oh, so there's a little more. So players have okay. four decks to manage, and there's a few restrictions that one you can throw into the mix. Um, it says want to have four drum tracks at once. That's fine. Or a piano, a bass, and two sets of vocals. Go for it. It's coming out for the Switch, PlayStation 4, PC, Xbox One this fall. Um, it'll be at PAX East. I guess that's sometime soon. And yeah, so I guess it's more about 
keeping the oh. crowd happy and managing like the crowd reaction. Okay. If anyone's is, if anyone's yeah. at PAX East, someone they're playing it. I'm watching a video. Someone sh- recorded it. Oh, of course it's real smoky and everything. I can't really see what they're doing. But I guess if you're at PAX East going on now or this weekend, you can check it out. It's, they're mm-hmm. there. And there's going to be a single player campaign, apparently a couple hours worth. And, uh, there's also going to be multiplayer weird. So chances are, this is probably going to be something I'm going to pick up. So same here. It's by harmonics. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also known as take my money. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So man, we sure can talk about stuff sorry i can't help i find cool stuff to talk about i know right so this piqued my interest anyway yeah i totally forgot about this so i'm I'm glad you brought it up all right uh if you want to know more uh fuser.com f-u-s-e-r.com is the their website that'll take you there kind of see what we're talking about um yeah i'll definitely probably getting this nice i like i like the music games yeah, I was going through my garage uh, the other day trying to reorganize things because I, I drywalled it. It was one of those, you know, where they only put the studs up. Yeah. It's like plywood and studs. So I insulated and I drywalled. And so I moved everything around and I found all my boxes that I had with like my Dreamcast was in there, my PS1, couple X boxes, and all my harmonic stuff. <laughs> The, remember that game lips yep yeah i still so, have those so, controllers some those yep. microphones somewhere yeah found the microphones for that um i did actually was it when i moved i think i threw out my drums the drum set from yeah. i don't even know which game it was just because they took up so much space i'm like i yeah. can't <laughs> hang on to this and i think i threw out like one or two guitars but i kept two of them i want to say but yeah i saw all that stuff and i'm like man it'd be kind of fun to just hook that stuff back up and it, it, and play it the problem is is for that you really need um the old hardware because i remember i hooked up i tried to hook up uh that x uh, rock band 4 and played on my xbox one and i had a lot of wired stuff and i think i had to buy I had to buy a new peripheral to make, even though they were USB. It's like a it's converter. Like they, yeah, yeah. It's like, it didn't, it had to convert it over. And of course, yep. the, all my guitars were so old. Some of them weren't working anymore. And it's just like, dude, I just want, I want a new rock band game so I can buy a new instrument. I would buy a whole rock, rock band five. I would buy all the instruments again. I'd buy the game. I've got so much DLC. I still enjoy those games. I just, it's just, you know, not something I play all the time anymore because it just took up so much space. But yeah. dude, I have, when I think back of Guitar Hero 2, which was the first Guitar Hero game on the X, on the Xbox. Oh man. I, I was hooked. Yeah. I oh man. I remember just falling in love with that. And were you, were you there? I, I don't, I don't think it was you when Guitar Hero 4 came out. When I was living down in uh, south of you, uh, in my house, 
the, the last house you knew I was in yeah, before mm-hmm. I moved away. Um, uh, uh, our buddy Camacho and George uh, and I all went to the midnight release of Rock Band 4, or not Rock Band 4, Guitar Hero 4, and sure. we were playing at my house. Because <laughs> I think that was the first one that was a, a like a multiplayer, you know, multi-card yeah. and stuff like that. I think that was the one that was like a band game. That It was, yeah. You had the okay. drummer, the singer, and then I think a bass and a regular guitar, right? Because, yeah, no, I think that, that followed Rock Band. Rock Band was like so successful. I think they yeah. quickly came out with the same type of thing. But man, I was buying all those music games. I've bought them all, mm-hmm. and uh, I still love them. <laughs> yeah. Now I but remember. Anyhow. I remember you had a barbecue. Didn't you have like yeah. a barbecue one time, and then we were playing? Oh yeah, yeah. The we game had, inside. I, yep. Yeah, yeah, we had a big party, and and it was a big rock band party essentially. Yeah. That was fun, man. I remember. We had a big party at work downtown in Chicago, and I I remember loading everything up into a big suitcase and wow. hopping on the train that morning and hauling it all down to work and setting it up. And people at work, we had a big rock band party at, at work, even. But it was a great time. Like everybody was getting on it and playing, and it was super mm-hmm. cool, man. It, rock band was such a great, great game i I think you got to put rock band down as one of the all-time greatest because it did bring people who weren't playing even people didn't play video games would pick it up and could at least pick up and sing you know and it's it's so good but anyways we've been going at this a long time and i'm tired (laughs) it's a show that's never ending and that's okay i just i guess i'm i I I more to say tonight than i thought oh heck yeah i think we're over two hours yikes let me see. When did we start this? Nine. Yeah, we we yeah. are. Yeah, we're about two hours ten minutes. Nice. Time to shut up. All see right. y'all next week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're out. I'm Rob Olson as Priestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. I'm Mark, also known as Wingman Seven Hundred Nine, taking off.